0: Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Matt Deaton, let me ask you this. When you have a client that comes in and sits down and they're almost anxious about taking a look at their statements, how do you take the emotion out of it? How do you continue to build a plan when we're just afraid to see what the market has done?
1: Well, I would say that you know probably the culprit there is there hasn't been a whole lot of communication from their advisor during this whole period of time. Mm-hmm. So, again, I, I think if our clients hadn't opened up any of their statements, hadn't looked at any of their reports, didn't click on the app and, and check out what's on, going on with their accounts, they would know what we have done, what we're talking about, what we're communicating, because we sent out lots of communication. We sent out a monthly newsletter. We sent out a quarterly update video people know what's going on with their accounts without without necessarily you know having to open up their statements and so i think part of that again our job as a as a financial advisor is to help people make wise decisions and that is to help you know basically give them the knowledge to be able to make those decisions so i'll give you an example i had a client that came in he retired about a year ago and so he's like you know he came in he's like wow you know great timing with my retirement right you know i I picked the time to retire and then everything's going down and so, you know, I started, you know, kind of talking through things and I said, well, you know, you've probably watched your accounts and you saw this and he, and he goes, no, Matt. He's like, he's like, I don't ever even look at my accounts. I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, I pay you to watch my accounts. I said, I don't look at my accounts. He's like, I get your updates and I kind of know what you guys are doing and I'm aware of that, but I don't stress about what's going on with my accounts because I'm paying you to do that and I trust what you guys are doing. And so his approach is not being completely in the dark. He's aware of what we're doing. He's he's reads our newsletter. He watches the videos he's aware, but he doesn't stress over his accounts. And so a lot of the people that are coming in our office that are not, you know, brave enough to even open up their statements and their 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 philosophy has been I'll just stick my head in the sand. Mm -hmm. Part of that is they haven't even heard from their advisor either. They don't know what's going on they haven't had any kind of communication so they are literally in the dark on what's being done with their accounts how they've performed has there been any changes have there been any adjustments what does the future hold for their accounts and i would say that there's a better way again you should expect if you're paying an advisor to manage your funds you should expect certain things. You should expect that they're aware of what's going on. They're communicating that, that they're making changes. They're adjusting your portfolio, that they are striving to help you protect against losses and and capture growth when possible. And that should be an expectation. And if you're not receiving that, I would tell you there's a better way. There's opportunities to improve that. And it will likely significantly reduce the stress that's going on because you actually have a plan, you have someone that's helping you navigate through these difficult times. And and 2022 is gonna go down on the record books as one of the most unique, difficult times for the investment portfolios of retirees ever, Mm -hmm. because it's one of the only times where bond portfolios have suffered as much or more losses than many of the stock portfolios out there. And so when someone said, hey, I'm trying to be safe, I'm trying to be more conservative, this is a unique year where people are being hit on both sides. And you wouldn't be human if there wasn't some concern there, but there's, there's a way to navigate that. And, you know, Damon and I, we strive to provide that communication and that detail. So people have some peace of mind as, as we go through these tough times.
0: You know, Damon over this volatile market over the past year, how many people have you heard from, from a first time caller, from a radio listener, from someone who's checked out the success in the new retirement podcast that said, I really wish I would have called about a year ago because so much damage has been done. Is that more common than we think?
2: Yeah, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and and one of the things that that is common among almost everyone is is we procrastinate, right? And and when things are going good, we just kind of sit tight, and, and we don't always. You know make the plans necessary or review things and and yet then when the market starts falling or when things go bad in our lives now we're wondering why and and it motivates people and so you know and it should or it scares the heck out of them and they, and they do nothing and i would say if if you're one of those that's feeling a little bit vulnerable and you're you're wondering you know why things are going down as much as they they have that you should pick up the phone and and rather than be paralyzed, it's never, there's always opportunities, right? A lot of people have come in and said, I wish I would have, you know, as we go through things and we explain how we do our, our management, how we've been focused for 22 years on working with retirees and we've been through two or three of these types of years where the market goes down and we've been able to help uh, preserve and protect this nest egg of people to where they're not losing as much as the market and they can survive these years. You know, that is a a commonality of saying, wow, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have met you five years ago or last year, you know, and, and made the changes when everything was really good. But. That doesn't change the fact that right now there's still good opportunities. That there's still an opportunity to to look and say what should I be doing? Because we may not be done with this current downturn. We may have just entered the recession, right? Uh, we've got the election coming up this next week. We've got a lot of things going on that are going to impact. You know, did we get hold of inflation or didn't we? And and are is there continue? Are they going to continue to raise interest rates? There's lots of stuff that's going to affect things. And so if you're sitting. In something that's already not performed the way you want it to, shouldn't you come in and decide, hey, do I still want some more of that if that's where this is going? Or if it's going the other way and I'm going to turn around, do I want something that's going to help me capture those but also be in place and provide for a downturn? You know, um, one of the statistics shows that after a midterm election, that a lot of times we do see positive month, two, three, four months after that in a lot of cases. But then, you know, what if it turns back around and we just see a short term pop? Are you positioned in a way that you're going to protect no matter what comes? Because even though history says that likely this might happen, history is not a prediction of future. And and this is a perfect year that that kind of shows that, you know, we might have weird things happen. but. You know, that's gonna to continue to happen throughout retirement and what you want is to work with advisors like Matt and I who are specifically focused on working with people at this stage of life to help you ask the questions you don't know to ask and protect during years like this.
0: Now is the time to create a plan or make adjustments as needed. It's the recession recovery plan and it's compliments of the team at Acute Wealth Advisors. 480 680 6868 Damon Roberts Matt Deaton, a new Bank of America survey shows that Customers are holding more cash than they've seen in over 20 years. This clip is from Jason Katz with UBS, who tells Fox Business that cash should be put to work in the next few months. We need to get accustomed to muted returns. I do think, however, we could get a year-end rally predicated on the most amount of cash on the sidelines since 01 and the fact that at some point in Q1, at least we're going to be on the other side of the Fed raising rates. So in this down market, do you think a good place for idle cash would be to invest it? Do we sit on it? Are there some
1: other opportunities? Well, so I'd like to comment just real quick. He said we should get used to some, what was it? Muted returns. Muted returns. So again, one of the reasons that people are talking about that right now is, okay, if you have a 20 or 30% drop in the stock market, so just to get back to even on a 20% drop, you need a 25% return. A 30% drop, you need a 43% return just to dig your way out of the hole and get back to even. Well, I guess my comment to that is, OK, if the, if the market's going down and you have implemented strategies or you could be implementing strategies that would help limit the amount of losses you have going down. So let's say the market goes down 20 or 30 percent and your account's down 15. Well, if it needs that 25 or 43 percent return, let's say it goes up by 30 percent. That's what you needed to get back to even if you absorb the entire loss. Well, if you only went down 15% and you captured the majority of that 30% upside, guess what? You have phenomenal returns because you got out of the hole once the account got up, you know, 17%. And so you really added an additional 13% to your portfolio. So I think when people are talking about, we got to get used to muted returns. They're talking about people that are riding the whole wave down and then have to spend the next year or whatever trying to just dig their way out of the hole, which are pretty amazing returns. It's just you're using those amazing returns just to get back what you lost. And so what about a different approach where you're saying, okay, what if I had more of a tactical strategy? What if I had a portfolio that was shifting away from some of these you know, risky assets and repositioning and trying to protect against losses? So when the market turns around, I can reposition, take advantage of that growth and actually have phenomenal returns following a big downturn. Because that's the opportunity. Again, if you don't lose a big chunk of your portfolio when the market's down, Generally, the market recovery after a big market loss is pretty phenomenal. Those following years, you get double-digit type returns. And if that's adding to your wealth as opposed to just trying to get you back to where you were because you didn't have any loss prevention, you didn't have any diversification that helped protect, I mean, this, in in my opinion, this is one of those opportunities that, again, is a chance to build wealth, to actually get some phenomenal returns. And so I think you just have to approach it. In, in an appropriate way to be able to take advantage of opportunities like this and not just kind of go, well, you know, throw my hands in the air and, well, this is what it is. And my guy said just hang in there and, you know, whatever. And I, I just think there's a better approach. Mm-hmm
2: well and what i would say mark again this is a a reason why we have specialized and focused exclusively on working with people at the retirement stage of life We've, we've been able to look and say for this stage right which is maybe 10 years before retirement to all the way into retirement and through retirement what kind of approach financially uh investment wise tax wise is going to be best for this stage of your life. You know, Matt's talking about this tactical approach and in all the research and everything we've, we've studied, what we understand is that people at this stage don't have the same time to recover from these types of years that they did when they were 30 right um the market is not personal it's it just it needs time a lot of times to do what it needs to do and to get good returns i mean the worst return that the, that the dow jones has ever had over any really long window of time like 35 years is 6% worst case but if we look at smaller windows which retirees have to start looking at it can be awful right some of these you know the wall street journal put out an article this year that said a lot of the 60 40 portfolios your moderate portfolios have just been slaughtered that they're down 20 25 30 percent and 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 someone close to retirement doesn't have the time to to sit and, and wait for that to come back why because they're no longer adding to the bucket and they're likely going to start to need to draw from that nest egg in order to produce the income to allow them to stay retired Right, because most people are retiring without a pension. And so you Mm -hmm. just have social security, which I don't know very many people that can just live on social security. And so this nest egg that you work your entire life to build has got to be working for you. And yes, it does need some growth, but you've got to understand that the stage of life I'm in, I need some things that are going to provide safety, that are gonna provide income. I need to understand if I'm tax efficient so that good years like 2021 or bad years like 2022, I have a plan that's working for me that allows me to not take the huge losses because my portfolio has been adjusted throughout the year to take risk off the table as a way to preserve what I have so that then, like Matt was saying, we don't have to dig them out of this big pit um, in order to just get back to zero.
0: And gentlemen, I saw a Northwestern Mutual survey that said that most American adults now believe because of inflation, because of the market, they need at least $1.2 million to feel like they can retire comfortably. $1.2 million. That feels like a lot of money, or is it not enough? Or when you hear that, what's your initial reaction?
1: Well, I hate when we there's articles like that and talks about how much money you actually have to have in your retirement account because everybody's situation is different. People spend differently. Other people have higher Social Security benefits or a pension. So really what you have to quantify and I think this is really important for people to figure out is what does it take on a monthly basis for me to live or what does it take on a yearly basis for me to live and then work their way through how they're going to replace that income or provide for that income. Plus the cost of living adjustments that come along with that. So again, yeah, that's a little bit. I think that's an approach that's not so daunting. Mm-hmm. You know, if we talk and say, oh, you need 1.2 million or you need three million or whatever, some people they're like, oh, throwing their hands in the air. I don't have that. I'm not close to that. But I think you have to approach it and say, well, what do I need on a monthly or a yearly basis to cover my expenses? How do I plan for the cost of living adjustments I'm going to need along the way, and come up with an income plan. Because an income plan is something that anybody can comprehend, they can work towards that, and they can recognize what's going on. So to give you an example, I had a client, they came in, uh, they're 55 and 54. So they, they, they said, Hey, look, you know, we'd love to be retired by the time we're 60. But reality is, we think eight or nine, maybe 10 years from now, that's when we want to be retiring. And so we started working and looking at their plan. And so as we looked through their stuff, their budget, they were spending about eight or $9,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And we talked through that and we said, Okay, well, how will your budget change when you're retired. And they well, we're hoping that we have our home paid off in six years. So we are able to kind of factor in, okay, here we have a mortgage drop off at this point in their retirement plan. Okay. So then we talked through, say, well, you know, the day you retire, are you wanting to just sit around and watch daytime television? Or do you have kind of a, a list of things you want to like, <laughs> you know, have that's fun? That's exactly
2: what they said. <laughs> <Right? They're> like, <laughs> yes,
1: Mari Povich and Dr. Phil, <laughs> let's do it. You know? So they said, no, obviously we want to be spending. And we, and we talked through and said, look, it is a known fact that when people retire they seem to spend more in those first few years because you finally have the time you can finally do some of those things and we want to have money set aside for some of those trips or or different hobbies and things that you that you've been putting off or wanting to do and so we line that kind of stuff out once we have that now we start working through and saying, okay if we wait claim Social Security benefits here if we look at this small pension okay let's trigger that let's do this okay what is the income gap at this point and we can literally sit down and quantify that and say, Hey, you know, we don't have a crystal ball, but it appears that when you want to retire, that you're going to be about $2,000 short in what you want your monthly budget to be or what you need it to be. So we now have our marching orders. We now know what they need to accomplish over the next six to 10 years so that they can be retired. And that is having enough wealth built up that it can be turned into an income stream and still have enough wealth after that to be able to fill in the gaps, spend a little bit, buy a car, go on a vacation, whatever it might be, and and be able to do that throughout their retirement. And so when we start quantifying that, I can't tell you how, how much relief that provides for many of my clients because they actually can see what needs to be done And they can see that we're working the problem as opposed to just these hypothetical, you know, retirement numbers that don't mean anything until you get it down on paper and show how they're going to be able to replace their paycheck. And so I think we just need to approach retirement planning and it needs to be simplified. It needs to be something that that anybody can understand, because my goodness, we all live every day and we all, you know, know that, hey, okay, next month I'm going to have a mortgage payment. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have this. Well, we're not panicking or freaking out because we have income coming in we, we work and we say okay i know how to pay my bills that i figured that out mm-hmm. well retirement you need to do the exact same thing it's just you're now working with you know your resources of social security and your, your retirement savings instead of a paycheck but it can be turned into that paycheck and it needs to be so you can wrap your head around it. And then retirement doesn't have to be that much different than when you're going to work and you got a paycheck every two weeks. I mean, retirement income can come in in the exact same way. You can spend it in the same way.
0: Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out Success in the New retirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions.